How challenging an oil company's business model may set the stage for other climate litigations focused on corporate plans. Why efforts to enforce human rights may create an increase in climate change litigation. A parting of the ways between Royal Dutch Shell and the American fuel and petrochemical manufacturers over climate change. Why senior women in Switzerland went to court over increasing heat threats posed by a warming climate. Welcome to a roundup of recent climateliabilitynews.org reports from the Climate Monitor podcast with articles written by journalists Dana Drugman, Karen Savage, and Lisa Sturdy. Seven environmental and human rights organizations in the Netherlands have filed suit against Royal Dutch Shell for failing to align its business model with the goals of the Paris Climate Agreement. The suit, which is the first to directly challenge an oil company's business model, was filed April 5 in The Hague by the Friends of the Earth Netherlands, Melu Defensie, Greenpeace Netherlands, five other organizations, and more than 17,000 Dutch citizens. The plaintiffs are not seeking financial compensation, but are asking Shell to adjust its business model in order to keep global temperature rise below 1.5 degrees Celsius, as recommended by the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the IPCC. They allege that by following a business model that it knows will not reach these goals, Shell is violating a Dutch law prohibiting unlawful endangerment and is violating human rights by taking insufficient action against climate change. Melu Defensi attorney Roger Cox, who also represented plaintiffs in the landmark Urgenda suit, said, quote, if successful, the uniqueness of the case would be that Shell, as one of the largest multinational corporations in the world, would be legally obligated to change its business operations, end quote. Urgenda was the first case in which a court ordered a government to reduce its emissions, and the first time a court ruled that not taking sufficient action on climate change is a human rights violation. Plaintiffs allege Shell's current business model threatens human rights because the oil giant is knowingly undermining the world's chances to keep warming below 1.5 degrees Celsius. They maintain that rather than guarantee emission reductions, Shell's current plan would contribute to a much larger global temperature increase. Shell did not immediately respond to a request for comment, but in a 2018 press release said it, quote, aims to reduce the net carbon footprint of its energy products by around half by 2050 and by around 20% by 2035, in a step with society's drive to meet the goals of the Paris Agreement, end quote. If successful, the lawsuit will be the first in which a company is ordered to reduce emissions. The impacts of climate change are accelerating, and human rights organizations are increasingly urging governments across the globe to uphold their human rights obligations by taking meaningful steps to curb climate change, according to a pair of recently released reports. This could spur an increase in climate change-related litigation. Climate harms are worsening as carbon emissions, global average temperatures, and sea levels continue to rise, according to the 2018 State of the Global Climate Report released on April 4, 
by the UN's World Meteorological Association, the WMO. Ocean heat is at a record high, and approximately 37 billion tons of carbon dioxide were emitted in 2018, also a record high. Extreme weather impacted every continent and affected nearly 62 million people globally. The world is also failing to meet its climate goals as outlined in the Paris Agreement. At the end of 2015, 195 nations adopted the agreement with the aim of keeping temperature rise, quote, well below 2 degrees Celsius, end quote. The last four years were the warmest on records, according to the report. In response to those rising impacts, human rights treaty bodies that monitor the implementation of the United Nations Accords made an unprecedented number of recommendations last year regarding the legal obligations nations have to guard against climate harms, according to a recent report by the Center for International Environmental Law and the Global Initiative for Economic, Social, and Cultural Rights. While the Paris Agreement is not legally binding, human rights conventions and treaties do carry legal obligations, and there is a growing effort to hold governments accountable to both human rights and climate obligations. Courts around the world are increasingly extending existing rights protections to include climate harms, according to a recent article by law professors Jacqueline Peel and Harry M. Osofsky. Quote, human rights litigation may become an important tool to deal with the human impacts of failing to address climate change, end quote, wrote Peel and Osofsky. Courts in the Netherlands and Colombia have ordered governments to take stronger climate action based in part on human rights obligations. Cases are currently pending in Germany, France, Ireland, Switzerland, the European Union, Canada, and the United States. Citizens in these countries have filed suit against their national governments, claiming violations of their fundamental rights due to the kind of accelerating climate impacts outlined in the new WMO report and other scientific warnings. Royal Dutch Shell is cutting ties with the American Fuel and Petrochemical Manufacturers, the AFPM, over the group's stance on climate change. The decision came in response to demands by institutional investors for Shell to improve transparency on how its trade association membership aligns with its climate change positions. The company reviewed the climate-related statements and actions of trade groups it belongs to and found that it had, quote, material misalignment with the AFPM, according to the company's Industry Association's Climate Review, which was released on April 2. The company said its climate policies, quote, aligned, end quote, with nine of the trade groups it belongs to and found, quote, some misalignment, end quote, with the remaining nine groups. Shell determined whether its climate policies aligned by examining four climate-related positions, support for the Paris Agreement, government-led carbon pricing policies, policy frameworks for low-carbon technologies, and the role of natural gas in the energy system. Shell said it supports the goals of the Paris Agreement to limit warming to well below 2 degrees Celsius and supports policies on carbon pricing and low-carbon technology and innovation, 
as well as government regulation of methane emissions from natural gas. The AFPM, which has not stated support for the goals of the Paris Agreement, opposes carbon pricing and other policies like the vehicle fuel economy standards. In December 2018, a Swiss court ruled that senior women are not more likely than other citizens to suffer the harmful effects of climate change, despite their increased death rate during heat waves. The ruling handed down by the Swiss Federal Administrative Court ruled against the group of more than 450 older women, called Senior Women for Climate Protection, which was formed in August 2016 with the help of Greenpeace Switzerland. The group collected evidence showing how climate change uniquely affects women over the age of 75. More frequent and extreme heat waves impact older women more than any other demographic, as they are more likely to become seriously ill and to die. The Swiss Ministry of Health advises them to stay indoors when the temperature tops 30 degrees Celsius, which is 86 degrees Fahrenheit. However, confining themselves at home makes them more likely to become isolated and to lose precious mobility, which is hard to regain once a heat wave is over. Inspired by the Urgenda case in the Netherlands, in which citizens successfully argued the government must reduce greenhouse gas emissions, the Swiss group asked the government in November 2016 to reduce emissions to fulfill the state's duty to protect their health and right to life as required by the Swiss Constitution and the European Convention on Human Rights. Four named individual plaintiffs provided supporting medical evidence that their health had already been negatively affected by recent heat waves. Their request was rejected in April 2017 on the basis that it was too general and that they did not constitute, quote, victims, end quote, of a breach of any of the human rights listed in the convention. They then asked for judicial review of the decision. Ursula Brunner, a lawyer for the group, said the court had rejected the claim mainly on the basis that senior women are not more affected than the general public by climate change and therefore had no right to bring a case under Swiss law. Brunner criticized the court for not considering all of the legal arguments and evidence. The court referred to other vulnerable groups, including young children, people with respiratory conditions, and even people at financial risk in the agricultural and tourism sectors, and finally concluded that everybody is equally affected by climate change. Brunner also criticized the court for failing to consider the issues surrounding the fundamental rights to health and life. You can read more details about these reports, including linked material, at climateliabilitynews.org, which is updated several times each week. For email notifications, subscribe for new reports on the climateliabilitynews.org website. A weekly newsletter with more news, analysis, and a calendar of cases is also available. On social media, follow Climate Liability News through Facebook and Twitter. Also, be sure to read more of the report by Karen Savage entitled The Perils of Climate Migration, a cautionary tale from Louisiana on the climateliabilitynews.org website. I'm Mitch Chester. You can hear more Climate Monitor podcasts at climatemonitor.org.
www.thinkingmusicsradio.tv. Thanks for joining us.